She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. I'm telling you, I, I think... I think I have to officially call it, and this isn't by calendars or motion of the moon, but I think I have to officially call it to this morning, I think is the first day of fall. It feels like it. It does, doesn't I'll, it? I'll take that. I'll take it, man. So I think this is the first official, uh, the the uh, uh, Angela Smith, Matt Long official day of fall. We I, I was taking out the trash last night, and it was unusually cool as i was taking the trash to the yes, curb wasn't it though and i got up this morning to feed horses and i was like i think i need a jacket <laughs> oh my goodness so here we are man folks welcome in the fall and all those jobs you don't want to do outside because it's either too hot or too cold you've got like two weeks to get them done now right yes you do <laughs> that's that is uh yeah, i'm real honey. good at using that oh honey it's too hot to work outside oh honey it's too cold so, yeah, I have to grab those uh, in-between times and put them to work. So, uh, we got all kinds of things on the calendar today. We're going to talk about a number of different things. We have opportunities for you this week. This is very, very important. If you're not engaged, if you're not engaged, the government goes to those who show up. The budget is going to be built by those who show up. And that goes not only for the city and the county, but the school district as well do you have some and let's start with the city angela i know i've got an email up here from jeanette um but we have a there is going to be a hearing this wednesday to discuss the arpa funds Uh, do you want to give us some details on that please i would love to you know matt this is one of those meetings that i think that it needs to look like the COVID tattletale tool meeting. Mm-hmm. We had 150 people show up at that meeting. Why? Because our civil, our rights, our civil rights were being violated. Yes. And it looked very uh, Hitler-ish yeah. the way they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Correct? Oh, now, yeah. Listen, it was very tyrannical. It was very tyrannical, and I used lots of historical words references yes i did to uh to describe it listen what these arpa funds the american rescue plan act funds will do can do in the future when you have all of us have forgotten that our county and or our city accepted the funds right we'll have forgotten all about it Mm-hmm. And, and then spent the money and spent the money and been just living high on the hog like everything's okay and all of a sudden matt an executive order is going to come down mm-hmm. from i don't care republican or a democrat but an executive order that has no business in your municipality running your municipality making giving any direction into your municipality that thing's going to come down and there's not going to be anything we can do about it because we signed on the dotted line that took said, the money took the money and said we are we are going to abide by the terms of this contract yes this is a contract it is not uh fun, funds that you pay back or anything like that it's it's not it's a contract with the u.s treasury by the way mm-hmm. and our our uh attorney general's not going to be able to step in our 
our governor. State attorney general. Yes, nope. Not nope. Be able to state won't be able in. to back you no, in. Nope. The state's not going to be able to do a darn thing. You. The city. The city signed this contract. And by then, the mayor will no longer be the same mayor. The city council. The city council will have 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 uh, rolled over and we'll right. have a whole new set. And guess what they're going to say? Yeah. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Yep. We didn't sign that thing. That's right. There's nothing we can do about it now. That's We're right. Just, that's, and that's how it's going to feel. That's how it's always felt. Yes. We've been there, done that, right? Yes. And I'm, and we're, we're, we're quick to forget this, this, but I'm trying to tell you people right now, this is what is coming. These, this is how it rolls. Okay. Mm -hmm. They get themselves into something. They don't, you don't feel the pain right away. You feel the pain long after you've forgotten why you're feeling the pain. And then you sort of look back and start, you know, following the breadcrumbs. And those people that decide that this was a good idea are gone. Mm -hmm. uh, the people in place won't do anything about, can't do anything about it. Yeah, because it's a legal contract. That's exactly right. So, Mayor Hoover right now has scheduled a public hearing to discuss the funds. And that is tomorrow. Uh, that's Wednesday, September the 14th at 1 p.m. out at Lady Bird Johnson. Uh, there's a golf course out there. If you've never been driven out there, this is in Fredericksburg. And there's a uh, what's called the Cardinal Room up there. It's a nice mm -hmm. little meeting room. Perfect, it is. Perfect size for this type of meeting, except it shouldn't be the perfect size. It should right. be way too small. And we did 100-plus people there. You know, Easily. there's school. There are cities and schools, uh, districts, and uh, in towns the size of Hill Country Towns who have their school board meetings and their city council meetings in things like auditoriums. Yes. Because citizens show up. Yes. Because citizens show up regularly. Our school board meeting, and we're, we're talking about city right now, but our school board meetings, there's enough room for 15 people, 20 people to sit right. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. small. Very, very because tiny. Because they know Our, because, they're not going to show. Because they know people don't show up. Right. And and then the one or two times, I've been there one time when they actually turned away people. They said, no, you can't come in and no there's no room for you, which is breaking a state law. Yes. Um, but they, but they have citizens, to make accommodations. But citizens didn't know. That's right. And they had the police officer out there. See, he's got a uniform and a gun. And he said, y'all go home. And the citizens weren't going to stand up to him and say, no, we're not going home. Right. So it's all intimidation. Keep the room size small, intimidation, and count on the fact that your citizens do not know how things right. work and how things operate. Let's get back to the city. The city has started moving into some larger places. They've been a little yeah. more. Um, we appreciate the city doing that. But, folks, everything Angela said, and I'm so glad you put it all that way because I hadn't even thought of it that way. By the time the bill is due, all of those, yeah, I, I had not thought of it that way. That's genius. By the time that bill is due, the people who are in charge then will say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Let me tell you, the uh, the cycle we've been through on this, I find it very interesting because this is a cycle that repeats over and over and over again. Their first reaction to it when we brought them up was to ignore us and to say, yeah, yeah there's a couple of crazies out there. And like, yeah, they smile and nod at you yes. and let you give your testimony yeah, they and they move your, on. Your two or three they minutes. Two or three minutes. Per, they do that. You know, law or rules or whatever. 
And yeah, and so they'll do that for a few people. And then when they realize that, wait a minute, there's getting a little bit more tension. Mm-hmm. And you can apply this pretty much to anything, any anything we've gone through. But uh, for this uh, for this uh, ARPA money, this is really true. So the second thing they then said was, look, we take money from the federal government all the time. This is no big, big deal. deal. Yeah. This is no this is no different than. What we've done before, would y'all sit down and shut up again, trying to silence you, trying to um, uh, belittle you yeah. by making you feel like you don't know the law. Right. They, they want you to feel like you don't know. Su- they are superior. Yes. And you are not. And so you go to them <laughs> and say, look, there's strings. And they go, no, there's yeah. not. Then enough people started coming to them and bringing them more and more evidence. Yes. And laying it out, and uh, and, Jean- I, and Jeanette and people having one-on-one meetings. I know Jeanette yes. and several other people got together one-on-one with city council members, with the mayor, where they really had the opportunity to sit down and walk them through all of this. Yes. And finally, we're to the point now where the mayor is actually acknowledging one of the most important facts about that. If the city, well, they've already taken it. The city's taken the money. If they distribute it, and they have already distributed some of it, now they are under legal obligation to make sure that everyone who received those funds is now also following all the federal rules and laws. And so what they did by taking this money, they they obliged themselves to be the monitoring the and regulating monitoring and regulating yes and was there money in there to create an uh, i don't even want to go there we don't want to we don't that. we don't do what That's are you going to have an problem. office of yeah of, uh, no 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 you send this money back right folks and listen Frederick, when it comes to and when it comes to executive orders we have seen just in this presidency in the last year and a half we have seen, and I don't know the exact number, but there have been several executive orders that came down that were people felt they needed to follow and were obliged to follow, and then those executive orders went through the court system and were struck down as mm-hmm. illegal. Mm-hmm. And so we already see or unconstitutional or illegal or extra authoritarian, uh, out, of their, yeah. out of their authority. So... It's what, not going to be unusual. Yeah, and you know what that means, Matt, is that somebody had to sue. Someone somebody had, to, had sue. to go get an attorney. Somebody right. had to pay a lot of money to fight this stuff. It was not, we talk about it kind of casually. Well, it went through the courts, and then it was struck down. And all. Do you know what that took yeah. to get that done? I mean, people tell me all the time, well, we, you know, the Supreme Court needs to take this on. I said, it has to go through the courts. It has to go all the way up the chain. Yeah. Somebody has to hire the attorney and spend lots and lots of money and hours Right. And basically their life working on these kinds of cases and take this on. So that's what we don't want to have to do. We do not want to go there. Um, the language that the uh, mayor is using here is, is it's, it scares me a little bit, Matt, because um, he talks about it. He says, if the council decides to keep it, then I would like to express to the public what we intend to do to address the concerns and what actions we're going to take going forward with regard to the monitoring and regulations and what we're asking of the nonprofits and so forth. So it sounds like to me they they think that they have this all figured out. Yep. Um, that bothers me a little bit. He does go on to say if we decide we're going to send it back, 
and here's how we're going to accommodate that money or we're keeping it and here's how we're going to address the concerns. So let me just say those concerns are not, they're not going to be addressed and in a way that we as patriots and small government are going to be what I'd call um, comfortable with. Mm-hmm. When you have to grow government, because that's what it's going to take to address these concerns, then we're going in the wrong direction. Yep. And Fredericksburg, by the way, is not some uh, low-income, distraught county oh, that's, good Lord, that's no. begging for funds, Matt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I know people look at the Hill Country. If you look all over the Hill Country, Kerr County, Mason County, uh Gillespie County, even Llano County, we are all in a big growth spurt right now. And mm-hmm. we have, and Fredericksburg is leading the way, especially with the tourism that we have, the uh, tax taxes that are coming in, the tax base that's moving there, the tax base that's in our business uh, districts. We do not need a couple million dollars. That's yeah. like a roll, that's a drop in the bucket. Folks, we have gone way over time. We've gone completely off the schedule, and I don't care. This is very, very important. Um, So we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to wrap up uh, this city. We're going to go to the school meetings. And by the way, if you think we're just talking about Fredericksburg, every city and county in the state right now is going through the budgeting process. They may have completed it, but at this point in time, this is when everybody's working on it. So this applies to every every body in the state of texas y'all stay tuned we'll be right back all right folks we are back thank you so much for staying tuned and yes we are off uh off of our uh, cycle here, but that's all right because this is very, very important. Um, one of the things Angela mentioned during the break is right now the city of Fredericksburg, and remember this applies to everyone, every city, every county across the state of Texas, um, <clears throat> just reminded me that we're now, the city of Fredericksburg is now having to deal with some of the things that Kent Myers did yes. um, and uh, during his reign as the king of Fredericksburg, um, regardless of his insane history, that guy had a history of sexual harassment, of, of all, all yes. kinds of things, yes. um, illegal already, activities, it had, it had inviting and homes, yes. uh, and uh, yeah, he'd gotten into all kinds of trouble and, uh, he assigned, he got us into, um, a number of different deals, um, with this new municipal utility district, yes. the new mud, and now the city is saying, well, we don't know what to do. It's kind of baked into the cake. Kent Myers put it there. Yes, he did. So, folks, this is exactly what we're talking about. When you cannot fight this once it's done. Right. You cannot fight this once it's done. You have to get in front of it and get ahead of it. And it takes more than five or ten people to do it. It takes, right. it takes numerous citizens to do that. So we've talked about the ARPA fund. A week from tonight, the city is going to go in and the Fredericksburg is going, to div- is going to make the final decision on your proposed increase in the tax rate. So, Angela, just I know you said it a minute ago, but just go ahead and tell us one more time about how poor and broke and just... In Down and out, out that Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg is. is. Yeah, they need more money, Matt. 
<clears throat> Seriously? They need more taxpayer people that are trying to hold down a job in Fredericksburg, trying to pay the rent in Fredericksburg, and have probably have a couple of kids to go with. Right. That's the people they're after. They're not even after the 65 and older because those are frozen. Those people, Your tax rates are frozen if so, you're 65 and over. In Fredericksburg, yep. how many people do you think are probably 65 and over? I would say in that size of town that that's a large percentage of the population. Yep. So that other percentage is the one that's footing the bill for so Fredericksburg. People who are, and those, in, in, and I'm telling you, I, generalizations are not worth the paper they're written on, but I'm going to make one. Okay. If you're 65 or older and you're living in Fredericksburg, if this is your retirement home, you are not poor. Right? I'm saying I would generally say. Have to say that in general. Yes. In yes. general, that a large percentage of the people who came to Fredericksburg to retire. Mm -hmm are not retiring on their social security no, check. they are not. That would be they impossible. Well, it'd be impossible. It'd be impossible. The numbers, will, the numbers will tell you that. And look at the other end of the scale, those just getting into the workforce, the people that we count on waiting on our tables, working in our kitchens, All of our at the grocery Matt. stores, at the things. Listen, Gail is, my wife is now, I believe, down 13 jobs. Mm-hmm. And we've been asking this question for a long time. They've been saying, well, they're, the young people are just not going to work anymore. Folks, I, I got some I got <laughs> some news to tell you. The young people have left. That's right. That's they not. have left. If you're waiting in the hill country for these service-type people to come back, they have left the city mm -hmm. of Fredericksburg. Now, they may have moved to Harper or Kerrville, where right. I hope they take a job there because driving all the way to Fredericksburg is quite yeah. can get expensive. Of course it can. And so the, the, those people are driven away. They're right. gone. They don't live there anymore. They're not applying for jobs. Right. There are restaurants that cannot keep their doors open and keep full shifts and are choosing to close on certain days because they do not have the staff. Because those people don't live here. Yeah. Why do they not live here? Because it's so dead blasted expensive to right. live here. And what is the city going to do? Oh, let's just increase In your tax rate when they I don't know. need to. No. They are doubling. Many of their budget items are doubling. Yes. They take last year's number, these departments, and they just add a crap load to it because they know nobody's going to say no. Right. They know that no one will say no, that no one's that that budget is going to get done. It's all done behind closed doors. That's yep. what they think. And they're going to bring it forward. And the, the, uh, you know, underwater BB stacking department of Fredericksburg, you know, they had a hundred thousand dollars last year. They just need $125,000 <laughs> this year because the underwater BB stacking, um, is just not happening. And they got to put water in the pool. They've got to get new BBs. There you they go. got to make sure they're all safe. Yes. Um, and and those, those BB stackers have got to be driving a nice vehicle. Absolutely. Make sure they've got a great looking uniform on with their name and everything embroidered. Oh yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, Matt. So listen, it's ridiculous. There, there is no reason. So many cities in poor conditions in the city of Fredericksburg across the state of Texas have gone with what's called the no new revenue rate. And no, that does not mean 
that the city only gets the same amount of money they got last year. Right. It means that if you were a taxpayer last year in that town, your evaluations may have gone up, but your rates have gone down to match that. So you pay the same. Where do they get the new money? The new money comes from new people moving into town. Right. What's happening in Fredericksburg? How many people are moving in? Tons and tons and tons. Hundreds and hundreds by the day and night. And they're moving in. We're growing. I understand our hotel occupancy tax. Actually, during COVID, our our money for that actually went up. It went up. It went up. Yes, it did. People were getting out of the cities. They were. They had to. Yes. They wanted to. And I can tell you from personal experience, I'm certain that my hotel motel tax rate uh, collections probably tripled after COVID. Wow. Through COVID, after COVID, COVID. to be honest honest with you. So that, of course, is not used for the the budget, but that just indicates that the the taxes that they are receiving, okay? Yes. The the sales taxes that they're receiving. Thank you, Ed. It's clear. HOT, those taxes do not go into the city budget. But that gives you an idea. If those are going up, that means those people are coming to town. They're spending money in town. That money goes into the tax base. Yes. They're, uh, yes. All of the above. All of it. So here's your chance. Wednesday. What's the uh, date and the time again well, and location? Angela, yeah. go over that again. So Wednesday, September the 12th. Um, 14th. I'm sorry, 14th. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right here. 14th at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. is the special public hearing to discuss ARPA funds. That's out at the golf course, Lady Bird Johnson Golf Course, out at the um, the uh, Cardinal Room. Mm. That's September 14th, okay? Now, we've got, and also, on the same day, we have a public hearing on the proposed increased tax rate. So, Jeanette's calling this a double hitter, and we need every one of you out. Uh, and that one will be, I'm trying to look for the time, Matt, just to make sure we've got I think they're doing both of them at the same meeting. Okay. okay. I think. You're probably correct. And You're probably um, correct. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Both of the, those items okay. are at the same meeting. And by the way, you do not have to testify. Please, if there's exactly. any way you can just go and sit and be a presence, let them know. We had 150 people to show up for the tattletale tool. Yes. They didn't all testify. No. I think maybe 20 people testified, maybe 25. Maybe more. Honestly, I don't remember. Maybe more. It doesn't matter. Numbers are what matters. Bodies in the room are what matters. Um, That's the optics. That's what your uh, city council and your mayor need to see are the numbers, the people, the bodies. We've got people that are spearheading this, Jeanette, along with a team of people. They are spearheading this. They've got a lot of the data mm-hmm. that is valuable. Right. But they need to see that there's a, the council needs to understand that this small group has influence and that people are listening to them and that they are being agreed with. Mm-hmm. When you were there, you were saying, I agree with what's being said. And even if you can't go, you can write a letter. You can send an email to them. Yes, you can. You can send an email to them. All right, we need to get moving. Um, um, We need to take another short break. And uh, when we get back, I want to brag on our uh, Border Patrol. An amazing thing happened over uh, in the last few days that I think very few people are aware of. And 
And so I want to talk about that when we get back. Y'all stay tuned. Folks, uh, thank you so much for staying tuned. We have, um, every day you can uh, um, find these uh, daily programs. We turn them into a podcast. And and for our uh, those of you out there who are older than 63, that is uh, kind of like uh, books on tape. And uh, you, But you can get them on your phone. And uh, But it's today's programming. It's as if someone hit play and record That's right. while this show was going on. Angela, did you ever sit in front of the radio with your cassette recorder to record your favorite song when it was played on the radio? Uh, sometimes I did. I remember doing that. I would call the radio station and I would request a song and then I would sit there yes. and with my fingers on play and record mm-hmm. so that I could get a copy of it onto a cassette. All right, so what is a podcast? It's just a recording of this program. Yeah. And uh, it's up available every day. It's available all the time. And uh, for a week, it's up on the Hill Country Patriot or hillcountrypatriot.com. And then after that, I put it up on all the different podcast sites. And so you can go to Spotify. That's my favorite one. I really like that one. And you can find all of our programming. I've had it up there for about a year and a half now. So you've got a bunch of programs Mm -hmm. you can scroll through. All right, we, um, this is a big deal. As much horrible news has been coming from the border and how we know we have the open borders and, and, and what a rough job that our customs and, and patrol agents are having a hard time down there and, and just, you know, it's, it's just a nightmare. Yes. And uh, so when they do something good, I, I just feel like we need to spend a little bit of time talking about that well, because... All right, so a couple of days ago, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly, it was around 7 o'clock in the morning, um, I believe it was on September the 6th, all right, September the 6th, around 7 in the morning, a woman is uh, bringing, uh, is moving uh, through uh, into Texas and is going through U.S. Customs and Border Protection, and sure enough, she got pulled over for an inspection. Okay. They busted this woman. Got, got pulled her over, found okay. the illegal contraband. Uh, uh, f- uh, let's see, um, 50 kilos, 50 kilos. Now, those of you who were raised uh, in the United States, a kilo is about 2.2 pounds. So that would, let's see, do a little bit of math. That's 110 pounds. Okay. This woman had 110 pounds in her car. Are you ready? Okay. 110 pounds of cheese. <laughs> 110 pounds of cheese. Was now, it laced with fentanyl or what? What do you mean? I Wait, wait. No, let me look at the article. No, it wasn't laced with penton, with whatever you just said. Fentanyl? Fentanyl. It <laughs> wasn't laced with fentanyl. It's, no, it's there was co- no weed in it. Okay. Our Border Patrol, our U.S. Customs and Border Protection working their fannies off to protect illegal cheese there you go from coming into the country they i I wanted to do some math this morning but i wasn't too much i wasn't too sure and you know we've got about uh, 18 minutes left someone could do the math and text me this i would appreciate it i want to know how many grilled cheese sandwiches 110 pounds of cheese would make (laughs) 
<laughs> I I want to no, know. I was that trying to easy. figure out, folks. All right, there's 16 ounces in a pound. We've got 110 pounds. Yeah. So let's see. There's 1600 and something. Uh, 1660, just in the top of my head, uh, ounces. I don't think. Would you put an ounce of cheese on a? I don't know. A quarter pound. Uh, now four. Think about a, a quarter pound burger. How big yeah. that is. That's four ounces of beef. So you wouldn't put four ounces of cheese on a or, grilled cheese, well, would, sure you? would you? Not even sure you put an ounce. Not even sure we'd put an ounce? I'm not sure. Maybe an ounce. Well, let's just say an ounce for... Yeah, there we go. So someone do the math for me. Let me know how many deadly grilled cheese... Sa- you know, you get heart attack. You eat too many grilled cheese sandwiches and yes. you get plaque built up in your... Do you? Yeah. Dang, they I good- wish somebody had told me that. I love a grilled cheese, <laughs> man. I do too. Man. I love a grilled cheese. So... This is what our uh, border patrol is up to. They have uh, stopped the. Um, they have stopped They've and destroyed and destroyed okay. hundred and ten pounds of illegal cheese coming into this country. Mm-mm-mm. We got our priorities, Matt. We got our priorities. Hey, yep. gotta get that. Gotta can't let me have an illegal the cheese moving around. Nope. That's right. No way. I wonder if they pay teenagers to move the illegal cheese up from the border once they get it across. Yeah. You know, they're paying teenagers now to move illegals once they get them across across no. the country, and they're paying them a bunch of money. Yeah. In fact, I, I'm i embarrassed to say. Well, I'm, they're making a bunch They're of making money. a bunch. I'm embarrassed money. to say I actually know someone who went to jail okay. for driving some illegals. I'm sorry. It's yeah. I I I happen to know some. I I know a person who did that. Well, you, you and he you, feels really really stupid now. Of course he does. Well, after what a year and a half, I think in the state. Well, pen. well, listen. You saw the Clint Eastwood movie Mules, right? I a long time ago. Remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he he. That was right. He was going out. He was retiring. He yeah. said, "I'm just going to make one trip, make some retirement yeah, money." That's money. right. He wouldn't. I mean, I'm not even sure he knew exactly, exactly what, he was, what he was getting into. Yeah. Yeah, he got into it. So there you go. there, Folks, illegal cheese, it's the next great thing. Um, <laughs> get your, uh, the the money maker. I can see the kids now down on, uh, in, at, at the schools with little, uh, with the little individual servings of cheese that maybe they sell for a dollar and, right. you know. Yeah. So anyway. They'll be, be trading it. <laughs> we'll be trading it. Oh, my goodness. What's this world coming to? All right, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I know Tara's probably yelling at the radio. She's saying, would y'all please talk about the schools? So uh, we got a public hearing uh, for the schools, uh, public meeting agenda tonight um, for the schools. And so um, we've got star testing results and budget stuff. Um, Tara says she has someone who is speaking on the financial stuff. Um, she says, uh, we can, uh, speak on the testing traits agenda. I, anyway, we've got some information for you there. This meeting starts at five 30 at the school, um, at the, uh, uh, district, um, uh, uh, what I'm losing a complete word at the school district meeting yeah. place <laughs> there we go it's on friendship <laughs> yeah. the fredericksburg isd fredericksburg isd uh, uh, building yes. the administration building yes and they have a really small nice little hearing room in there 
And by the way, if you go in there and you testify and the podium is not facing the, if the podium is not facing the committee members, if you cannot see the face of the committee members when you're uh, speaking to them because they put the podium in a bizarre place, please ask them to move the podium so that you can face the committee themselves. Because they've got it right now, you're speaking to the back of the heads or the sides of the heads of the committee members and if you're there to address the committee as a citizen, you want to be able to speak to them and yes. speak to their face. Right. So that meeting is tonight at 530. Get there a little bit early if you would like to have a few more details. If you're interested in testifying, get there early so that uh, you can get with uh, some of our mama bears who are there and let them know that you want to testify. Um, if you don't want to testify, again, it's the same dadgum thing, folks. I'm going to keep driving this home. Mm-hmm. If two or three people show up and, and are fighting these things that the majority of us believe in, I, I cannot yeah, yeah. listen. I, I I have yet spoken to anybody I personally know, Angela, who wants the who wants right. that uh, pornography in the school. Let's just go back to that. Of course. Let's Not go back. one. Let's I don't go. even know one. We do know, we hear that there are Democrats in town that want it. We we know that the newspaper editor, he wants pornography yes. in the school, as does his wife. Oh, They've yeah. been very clear about that. Yes. So those two want uh, pornography in the school. But I'm telling you, the most of the parents of Fredericksburg students do not want that in there. Yep. But they don't go to the meeting. That's they right. don't show up. Right. They don't participate. Yeah. They will talk to me at church about it. They'll talk to me at HEB about it. They'll say, Matt, what are we going to do? I get texts and emails all the time. Matt, what are we going to do? We can't let this stuff show up at our at our our, our, our schools. And I'll say, that's right. You're right. you got to go to that school board meeting on yep. Monday night. Right. Well, my grandkids are in town and... You know, we've got uh, soccer practice and, and, oh, and it's volleyball. It's always volleyball on Monday nights. And, folks, there has got to be some So you're going to have pornography in the schools. Yeah, but you went to your grandchild's volleyball game. That's, that's the I, deal. My ha- I guess I, I, there is a part of me that understands that your family is first, but you're poisoning your family while you're placing them, while you're doing well, I, that. Let me say this, Matt. My, your family... If you are a little bit ahead of the game, if you're retired or you have your own business and it's flexible or whatever your circumstances are that you can make it, you can make it to these meetings, your family is depending on you and they are watching and learning from you. That's right. I can't tell y'all how many times now my son just turned 27. He says, Didn't, isn't this the guy you used to listen to? Isn't this the person you used to talk about? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the meeting you used to go to? Mm. It's still coming out of his mouth at 27. Mm-hmm. It's just, I didn't even know, Matt, that he was paying attention, paying that much attention or that it would come back in later in the later years and it be a positive influence. Wow. Right now, folks, we don't have time to go to every single soccer game. We don't even have time to show up at every single soccer practice. When these kinds of meetings come along, you've got, that's your priority. Yeah. Because they're going to move on out of soccer. They're going to go to college Mm -hmm. and they're never going to look back at soccer again, ever, ever, ever. Yes. Like ever. Yep. It's not going to make a big difference in their character or their job choices or their spiritual choices or anything else. What's going to make a difference. And I'm, I mean, a big difference 
is that they what they saw you doing. Mm. I, I, I'm living it right now. Yeah. All right. We need to take another short break. And uh, when we get back, we will uh, wrap up this show, try to find a little chamomile tea and maybe spritz the room with some uh, <laughs> lavender and uh, get us all calmed down. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Is that Guns and Roses? No. It is. Is it? Yeah. It is. There you go. All right, there it is. Oh, there it is. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Is this this is Welcome to the Jungle, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> there was a movie, a, a, a Clint Eastwood movie that this song premiered in, and what was it called? It was called. See, I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. There was a actually, it's one of the superhero movies that just came out recently. Is a uh, Deadpool. Okay. The name of the movie was called The Deadpool. Mm-hmm. All right. And I remember when these Deadpool movies came out. I'm thinking, man, they redid that Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> I'm surprised because that was a story that was kind of all wrapped up in that movie, The Deadpool. Yeah. But in there, it had an awesome video with uh, welcome to the jungle and it was part of it was part of the bad guy's lair i think he was playing oh, okay. that in the lair of the evil guy um when uh, and i remember thinking wow i think it might have been my first exposure to slash and guns and roses yeah, right. uh, was in that movie all right so i don't even know where that came from all right so <laughs> This is, uh, this is a little more serious. Um, we do want to talk about uh, ammo and guns. Uh, this is important. This is a news story that was very, very, very buried. Um, and you're going to have to do some digging around for it. It is from a legitimate news source. It is legitimate. This is not a rumor thing. Um, but there is a the banks and the credit card companies are scheming together. Um, and let me give you a little bit of background. When you go into a grocery store and you use your bank card for groceries, there is a, a, a code that goes along into the record between the bank and the credit card company and your debit card company okay. and all that. And there is a code that it was groceries. All, all right. right. So there's a code. And if you go into a clothing store, there is a code that says uh, this is a clothing okay. store. There is not a code. Now, first of all, you'd wonder why in the world would they do that? I, I think it's interesting to collect data, but I don't know. Why do they need that data? They want to know what They're percentage of your, They're always collecting data. I don't know what use they would have to know how much uh, you charged uh, on your bank card for groceries or clothes or whatever it is. Um, but there is no code for guns or ammo. Okay. If you go in to buy a gun... Uh, if you go in to buy some ammunition, um, it is either going to go in as a sporting goods sale or it's going to go in as a hardware sale. So if you buy your guns and ammo from Ace Hardware, mm-hmm. which have a great selection and knowledgeable people there, and no, they're not paying me to say that, no, <laughs> but they are. Uh, they are good but people. Good. You go in there and you put it on a card or a bank card and there's the transaction is going to say that it is a transaction at a um, hardware store. Okay. It's a hardware transaction. 
All right. So what the banks and this is the government. Well, up for, uh, on the face of it, there's no government involvement. But I'd be willing to bet behind closed doors there is government involvement. So they're coming up with a code now if it was guns or ammo. Are they? Yes. Mm. And so what they will be able to do then is they will have a record, they, whoever they is, yes. there will be a record of you having purchased ammo or a gun. Okay. Now, it, it won't say what you bought or how much you bought, but it'll just say that that transaction involved guns and or ammo. Wow, Matt. So just to give you a heads up, I doubt when that code, the last I read that code had not, they had not come up with a number for it. There's still, this is an international thing, by the way, international, okay. yeah. international. Yeah. yeah. Another, another uh, place where, um, the world, one world government one world. is starting yes. to intrude. So just a heads up. And by the way, those of you who think you have the ability to, uh, you know, keep your identity off the grid and out of the, the matrix and all that, you're, you're living a fool's dream. Uh, I mean, the, the day you got your social security number when you were a child, mm -hmm. you're in the system. All right. Yeah. Now, so trying to stay out of it completely is absurd, but I think it would not be unwise for you to consider purchasing ammo and guns with cash. I think it's a great idea. Um, I love cash, Matt. Uh, cash. Um, I, in fact, I was telling this to someone yesterday, and they said, you know, I have always paid cash. It's, it's Now, the money's in the bank, but I'll figure out how much I need. Sure. I'll go to the bank and withdraw it and then pay cash. Mm -hmm. um, so I just uh, want to give you a heads up. If you want to do some uh, searching on that, uh, that did not come from a conspiracy website. It uh, no, came it from not. legitimate sources. Yes. So uh, just a heads up on that because I doubt anybody's going to tell you about that as that goes into effect. So uh, there you go. A couple of other things on the calendar. We have um, tonight the, um, is it tonight? Um, no, it is. Yes, it is. Wednesday. No. All right. Here I am. I'm embarrassing myself. <laughs> Here we go. Um, there is something on Monday the 19th, and I'm not showing it up. All right, so we're going to skip on to that one. Tuesday the 20th, Tuesday the 20th at 6 o'clock is at Faith Christian Church is going to be your opportunity to see the, money, the movie No Time to Run with the producer Scott Avery. And um, so um, this is an outstanding opportunity to see this. It is brought to you by Turning Point Faith, um, Kerrville. And uh, get that on your calendar. I enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. Get to meet Scott Avery. He's uh, an interesting character. Um, and uh, we exchange texts quite regularly, and I'm getting uh, enjoying getting to know Scott. Um, but Tuesday, September 20th, and we will give you more details as you get closer to that. And uh, I knew there was one Kerr County Patriots, September 19th. Here we go. Um, and uh, there you go. Yeah, that's what it, that was the one I got. Kerr County Patriots on September 19th. And uh, at 6 o'clock, the uh, Councilman uh, Roman Garcia will uh, provide you an update uh, concerning the city of Kerrville. I'm telling you what, I'm so proud of Kerrville having elected a good patriot 
onto the city council, someone that they can then now go talk to in person yep. who will not roll their eyeballs at them, who will take them seriously right. and do his best to take it back up to the yes. table. So the 19th, and I'll get you more uh, materials on that as we get closer. It is at the Dietert Center, and uh, we'll make sure and have all the details on that for you. That is a week from today. Thank you, Jacqueline. Nobody did come up with uh, how many grilled cheese sandwiches you could make with 110 pounds of cheese. Uh, Lorraine is uh, looking at me. What do you think, Lorraine? Would you use a quarter pound of cheese in a grilled cheese sandwich? And, a quarter pound of cheese? Like one sandwich? I, yeah, I don't know. Would it be a couple of ounces? All right, all right. See, there we go. Bring, bring Lorraine into it, and it all turns into potty talk. So, uh, all right, folks, uh, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and maybe she can tell you how many grilled cheese sandwiches you can get out of 110 pounds of illegal cheese. Y'all stay tuned. We'll see you tomorrow.